welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Dow, your fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spinning studio, started a woman's race team, and founded a woman's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I am so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything you need to know and ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, Sylvie Dow here from Dow Training Systems and Coach Sylvie, and I'm super excited to introduce these fun guys. <laughs> and of course, this is completely live and in their shop, so we might get a couple of customers come in. Um, but anyways, we're still going to be okay. doing this, and this is part of the Secrets of the Saddle series, interview cycling series that I started, and I'm just going around and we're talking to all of uh, my good friends in the cycling industry here in Ottawa and Gatineau, and uh, today I'm with Kent and Dave at Fat Moose, and they're going to give us their story. So. Maybe if you didn't know them, maybe you know them from the shop, but now you're going to get to really know them, how they came together and their niche in the market. So before we get into that, how I know them is that I used to have my spinning studio, Cycle Fit, around the corner, and I came, used to come over here and just hang out and bug the guys when I had some downtime. So that's how, that's how I, and that was like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So let's get started. Dave, you want to start? Sure. So this is Dave Mackey. And he's going to give you his background and history, and then we're going to hear from Kent, and then we're going to put it all together. Yeah, I don't all know right. how far you want me to go back. Oh, go back far. Get okay. <laughs> ready. Get in your comfy, well, I comfy up, chair. I grew up in Edmonton. Uh, I came out east. Like East Ottawa or East? Uh, no, for, I came out east from Edmonton uh, to Kingston, actually. Oh, okay. So I did my undergrad in electrical engineering at the oh. University of Alberta. And then I did my master's at Queen's University. And that, I finished it in 1993 and I came up uh, to Ottawa after that because it was kind of booming. Like yeah, everybody yeah. else, I worked at Nortel for oh, many years. okay. And then you were part of that boom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, <laughs> I was in optics. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> come 2000. Yeah. Um, so I worked there for five years and then uh, went to a small company that were originally okay. called Roshni. And then we uh, changed the name to Optivation. Uh, and I was there till 2003, till we started Fat Oh my so, gosh! Yeah. Really? 2003? So that... Because yes. I had my studio between 2004 and 2009. Yeah. So you guys must have just opened up around yeah. the corner when I well, started. But we were at the... So <laughs> to, our start okay. was at our house, which is down the street. Okay. So I'm down by the Greenville restaurant. <laughs> Uh, and we used to work out of the backyard for okay. about a year and a half till my wife had enough of it. <laughs> She's like, you need to get your own yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's hold you there. Yeah. 
So then, Ken. Yeah, I'll follow in there and uh, No, no, let's get back a little bit more. So, yeah, the background. <laughs> so, I grew up in Toronto. And uh, I did my undergraduate at the University of Calgary. Uh, okay. I did a degree in physics okay. and a degree in astrophysics. What? <laughs> did you hear that, guys? Engineer, now I astrophysics. <laughs> Bike shop. And uh, based upon, again, that technical background, uh, I finished uh, my undergraduate in uh, 2000 and came straight here uh, because of the high-tech boom at the time. And I started in with this uh, small startup company that Dave was at. Uh, and, you know, that's where we met and uh, started, uh, yeah, riding and, uh, you know, riding together and kind of realized we like, you know, similar type of bike stuff. And then, yeah, everything imploded uh, <laughs> in high tech in uh, 2003. And as Dave uh, mentioned, we worked out of his house, kind of not knowing what the plan was. We're like, we will just, uh, you know, sell some kind of niche weird bike parts and brands that we like. And then literally, his basement got fuller and fuller and fuller. And we would go and work it outside in his backyard and people would come and line up in the backyard. Really? Yeah. yeah. You have pictures of that? There's a few pictures in the backyard uh, and there's still some, uh, I don't know, some weird leftover things. There's still some customers who come who know the, about the backyard. Yeah, they're like, when, you, when did you guys move from the backyard? Yeah, there's still some fun remnants like, have some old receipts. Oh, yeah. And we used to handwrite receipts oh, yeah. in like a duplicate book, you know? And it's just like weird things like... That's how we did it back then. Chain for right? some weird kid. <laughs> yeah. oh. That was the receipt. Yeah. Not that we were a kid with the red hair. Yeah. 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 You know, or, it was funny. There were funny receipts. And so we still have some of those around. And then, yeah, ultimately, uh, because this is close by Dave's house, this place... Uh, was vacant and we you know checked in and opened it was available. February of two thousand five we uh, moved in here and then we opened uh, I think April first and, and we came into here because this place was abandoned. Well, not well. I guess kind of. Well, nobody. There's a nobody story wanted about this it. Whole building. There oh is. Oh my! Like, yeah. Married next door to us. Yeah. Used to yeah. own this place, and she was supposed to be crazy. She's eccentric. Yes, yeah. she's eccentric. And would would evict people at. Uh, oh, I remember the stories about this. People would stop <laughs> while we were getting set up. Yeah. They would literally stop their car on the road, come in, and say. Don't get out. Get out. That's crazy. <laughs> and it was a woman too. She came in. She was telling us the story. She's kind of like, get out. Just get out. She's crazy. And like, what do you mean? And she kind of went on the story. She, I don't know what she had here, but and then one day she locked her bike out front, and Mary didn't like it and came out and just said, get out and lock the door. <laughs> really? But we were, oh, we were dealing with her daughter because Mary was really oh, at the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. We thankfully, you know, the, yeah, thankfully. Did you buy the building? No. <laughs> we should have <laughs> bought the building then if we had had any money. Oh, my goodness. The building's now changed hands a couple times. Oh, yeah. And uh, thankfully, we're still here and it hasn't Rent been torn down. Good. Rent is still reasonable. Yeah. Just in case our new landlord is watching. Just keep it, it's pretty keep good. it easy. Yeah. Go easy yeah. on it. And, uh, but yeah, it's it, it's hard to run a small shop uh, of this nature, of any type of retail, mm-hmm. this close to the downtown core. 
just in the kind of current retail yeah. landscape and not have a rent that is I know mine was really uh, I don't know crazy yeah sometimes when I think talk about my rent uh, it seems kind of reasonable compared to what some people are paying oh these goodness. days yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh yeah so so how come you guys didn't go back into the like trying to find jobs you just like uh kind of I don't know. do something different yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> <a good laughs> my wife asked the same question <laughs> Uh, that's what we do it's tricky <laughs> so uh, what's the deal <laughs> I, I don't know and we were both because it kind of happened just kind of slowly it wasn't like there wasn't a day did where, you get let go or did like the yeah, we got laid off we got laid off everybody got laid off okay. yeah. so we get a severance right. so we yeah. had some money so we could sit around for a while and then all of a sudden <laughs> there's more and more people coming to the backyard so it wasn't like Dave do you want to open a bicycle store yeah, right. and maybe some customers will come we knew customers would come. We had customers. Yeah. So it was like, well, you know, if we open, at least some people are going to be coming through the door. So it's not going to be just this brutal beginning. And we were like, ah, okay. Or now after a year and a half of waiting, high tech was still pretty low. It wasn't like it is again yeah. now. You couldn't just go grab a job. Yeah. Because there was a lot of people who yeah, had been in high tech. I mean, yeah. the Instapot came out of that. Yeah, you know, you know, lots of people who started <laughs> that crazy that, uh, downturn stuff because so many people yeah. out of work. And it's so it would have been tricky, even after a year and a half of just going, ah, yeah, let's just go jump back in. Yeah, you're like, that would have oh, been hard. God. And this yeah. was here, and it was easy, and we had inventory by then, and we had customers by then. And so it seemed seamless and easy. And then all of a sudden, after this many years, you're in so deep now that you certainly <laughs> couldn't go back <laughs> on Plus, too, I, I don't think I could... Been oh, back so to long. Somebody hand me a, a calculator and a pencil and say, "Design this." I think it would take. That's it. While. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, it would just be. I feel, so I feel far. the same way. Taught working for somebody else. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That too. I don't know if I can do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it'd be interesting. I don't think. Yeah, like now, I think if we did something different, I think I would still <laughs> want to work for myself. But <laughs> I definitely don't want the the risks and costs associated with starting something again. Yeah. I know I feel about it that, that way about it. Like, oh, what if I have my own studio again? But oh my gosh, things have totally changed. Oh, yeah. From being like one of the only to like, yeah. there's so many all over the place. It's yeah. like, how can you, you, you have to seriously niche yourself down. You just down have to, to somehow differentiate yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. One of the things we were, we were lucky with Fat Moose was the mistakes we made, which were many, is we never had a lot of overhead, particularly at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So we made horrendous mistakes that if we would have had a big shop and we probably would have yeah. it would have gone a long time ago. Yeah, it would have sunk us. Yeah. 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 Because maybe you made a decision at the time, but we weren't dependent upon really like oh, making sure we didn't, we were working out of his house. So maybe you made some poor choices, but maybe it cost you a thousand bucks and didn't cost you fifty thousand. That would have sunk you. Yeah. yeah. And even when we started, you know, we had to make enough to you know pay the bills and pay the yeah. rent. But we weren't like, you know, we didn't fill the shop with half a million dollars worth of stuff. Yes. Because you would have made again, you would have made so many mistakes. It would have yeah. sunk you because. Until you really truly know and have data of who's coming in your store, it'd be too hard. Like what you're gonna choose, yeah, what you're selling, yeah, what and, not to sell, yeah, yeah, what not to sell. Like, yeah, you could 
I, 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 I now think about it all the time when I walk into any new small retail store. It doesn't matter what they sell. I, I, I walk in and as a small business owner, you think about it. You think about it and you're like, hey. <laughs> I don't know if they've chosen wisely. When I walk down Bank Street, I walk in, I'm like, oh my God, there's so much stuff in here. I know. Like, it's you must like, pay a lot of rent. Like, how do you do you this? You've got to appease like, the yeah. masses because if it's not in here, where do you go? Yeah. 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 Amazon. You yeah. know, like, yeah. go find it somewhere else. And yeah, yeah. that must be so hard yeah. for stores these days. But you guys have niched it down. So over the years, you've figured out what it is that you guys do best. And that's what we're going to talk about next, because um, just talking, like I dropped in the other day, I was talking to Kent and he was like, yeah, this is what we do and this is our thing and people come to us for this. And so this is what we're going to talk about because they're more in, um, what would you say the type of bike that you guys are more so, tailored to a little, work on? And people ask this, this is a lot and yeah. it's unfortunate that... I still feel a little bit nebulous about it. Um, I would say we have a great expertise in bikes, period. Yeah. And I'll let Dave actually speak to where our niche is when it comes to service and why we think we're slightly different than everybody else. And then I'll talk about kind of our custom program and why I think that's different than other shops and what you get that's different. But ultimately, I think, you know, for us, it... And a lot of, I think, shops of this size, you know, you have to, we don't want to, you know, be like, we only do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. I want to build that customer and have a really good relationship with them. Yeah. And when they come in and they trust me, if they ask me for a new road bike, even if, like, I say that's not our specialty, I want to then work with them and build them their new road bike. Right. Even if... Our specialty is more on the mountain side of things. It's more, I want to say, hey, our specialty is building long, good relationships with customers, not just, hey, we have the best price on fenders in town. And, you know, that's what I want to be known for is that you can get, you know, this and this and this from us. Yeah. I want ultimately those customers to know, yeah, they're going to be here and I trust them and I bring everything I do to them. Be it from a service perspective, and Dave will explain why we think we're a little bit different on a service perspective. Mm-hmm. And in doing something different, you, you've been cycling for years and years, and you're ready for something different. You just won't, don't want to go to the big box store and buy yeah. the high-end bike that they have there. Yeah. But you want something different, because it's, it's a passion for a lot of our customers, and they want something that they're like, wow, this is mine. Nobody else has one like this. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think those are the things, but ultimately, I don't... I think it's really, yeah, we have a lot of specialties and knowledge when it comes to high-end mountain bikes. Especially now they know what your background is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Did you know? And and really, like, it is crazy. It's even crazier than that. Eric, our head mechanic, has a degree in chemistry. Our other full-time guy has a degree in mechanical engineering. (laughs) <laughs> that's it that's where the bar is yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. have to be an engineer to work here science yeah you have the iron and now you change tires and yeah you make nothing so it's good but i think that you hit the nail on the head because in this day and age in where there are so many of the same thing the customer service 
is what makes people stand out. And I completely agree because, like, people know you. And I've, like, when I talk to people, like, oh, yeah, I've been to Fat Moose. And I'm like, how do they know? But, like, you know, and... And even like coming back here and um, people know you for certain things. And um, I and if you don't have Gus customer service, you're not going to be around very long. No, no. Period. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter what you're yeah. selling. Yeah. So I think that's uh, so important and um, and that you recognize, well, obviously. Yeah, and I think you have people, to recognize that pretty. People ask this a lot, like, well, what do you do for your marketing? Like, you know, like, especially uh, when they're marketing people. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they say, oh, do you do you know, lots of, uh, advertising or this or that. And we say, no, really. Like I truly believe if you have really good customers, mm-hmm. they'll keep coming back and they'll send they'll them. Keep back and they'll tell their friends. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's, I might as well spend more time helping them and being better at my customer service than worrying if I have the right Facebook ad up. Yeah. So I'll let Dave talk to, uh, about why we think our service is different than other shops. And I'll just help discuss them. Okay. All right. (laughs) So service. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, service. service, (laughs) We'll just break this in a little bit more. All right. I think the biggest thing is... is, uh, (laughs) Sorry. Packages. Well, it is after all lunch, so we have to expect a little bit of traffic. (laughs) Coming through it's a good here. Job. <laughs> it's a good day. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna hold yeah. off here for a second. Oh, <laughs> no worries. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Okay. So I think service. Uh, the funny. Well, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier. Uh, yeah. We're all highly educated. <laughs> well, that, that's but, a good thing, though. But, yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, you can talk to just about anybody. You know, it's you know, it's interesting when I we have to interview people. We have to interview people who want to be a mechanic. Oh, and so yeah. so what's the, your first question? The the question is <laughs> well, the questions are that I look for is how do you how do you uh, sorry blanking how do you figure something out? I don't care if you know things. Knowing things is. You can Google something and say, well, how do I do this? Yeah. And it'll tell you. But I want to know, you run into a problem. What's yeah. your thought process? How do you figure something ah. out? Because that's... This is the engineering. There you go. Yeah. yeah it's so like, it's, it's... Yeah. There's a... I wouldn't even yeah. say steps. You're looking at this problem as a whole and you're yeah. saying, what do I do with it? Yeah. I think all of us kind of... Uh, whether, like as Ken says, whether it's, you know, figuring out a custom bike for somebody... Mm-hmm. Or working in the bag and going like, how do I get this stuck thing out of the bike? <laughs> how do I get this wheel off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's some bizarre <laughs> problems you run oh, into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, I think, um, you know, um, yeah, you've got really like, a, I don't know the actual ages of other mechanics. They're usually younger guys, right? And you've got... Younger to older, I would yeah, say. Like you get the like, experienced guys that have... Yeah, here around. you've got like many... Like Kent and I have been going at it for 15, 20 years there, same 20 years. Yeah. Uh, Davis is new, but uh, I mean, he's a smart man, right? And, and so that's when I, that's the biggest thing for me is, and I, I, I'm not sure about other shops, but I, I know I can guarantee you if you bring something in here, I just don't knock it or, you know, crank it out, don't really think about it, here you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of miss something, whatever. I do miss things, you know, that's a, a human nature to do, but uh, I mean, I think, 
Yeah, I think we're very detailed. And I, I think that, uh, you know, with our customers coming yeah. back all the time, I think they're yeah. really short. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, um, and, but that also makes it a bit harder for us. Um, I mean, over the years, we've tried to get new mechanics in, and people kind of come in, they go, yeah, you know, I work on my bike, you know, once a, once a week. And I'm like, man, if you ever worked in a shop, like, it's totally different back there. And it's fast. It's fast, and it's, there's all these weird things that happen, and weird problems, and, you know, you'd be surprised. Like, you go, oh, they're just bikes, and they're not that comfortable, kind of. But, you know, there's just all these weird things that happen, you got to try to Okay, give us one, one of the weirdest things. Like, something right off the, when you said, like, there's weird things happen. That's a nice bike. Oh, I got, I got good. Okay, yeah, 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 I was trying to think, but I couldn't even hear the bank robbers. That's a good one. Okay, okay, but okay. We're talking Let's hear some stories. Oh, so we'll, do the, we'll do the bank robbery after. Okay, this is like the weirdest, the weirdest thing, thing that's coming into oh, the, the shop. Just, they almost just meld into one. You're not like, oh, I remember that one? Like, <laughs> like you're like, what? Like, well, there's a lot that? of clunkers that come in. People kind of come in and they, say, say for example, now you get a lot of bikes in, kind of post, almost post-winter. They've been riding it all winter. They come yeah, in yeah. and go... The bike's not functioning anymore. <laughs> You're like, yes, because <laughs> you've been commuting on it all winter. <laughs> you haven't put any oil on it. <laughs> you just kind of go through everything and you go, look, like this is seized, this is seized, this is, you know, all this stuff is wrong. And, and you kind of go, it's going to be like 200, 250 bucks to fix, right? And, and you're, I, I, some people are good about it, but other people are like, really? Like, oh my God, like, you know, the this bike only cost me 50 bucks. That way, <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, that's a major line in this video. Like, it only yeah. cost me this much, so it shouldn't cost me that much to get fixed, but it has nothing uh, to do with the cost of the bike. <laughs> I right? got a good deal on the bike. But, yeah. Or, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it has nothing to do whether you take your, your, you know, your car and it doesn't matter whether you bought your car for 2000 or 50000 Oh, I know. The like, muffler on it still costs like two hundred bucks. And uh, yeah, so I think because bicycles are kind of everywhere, and some of them are basically free, there's an expectation that, uh, that the, it won't cost much to maintain this fifty dollar bike. But I know I, I think we try to keep <laughs> in the back of our mind at the same time. Uh, we went to a talk once where, uh, as a service advisor at a big chain, and he said, you know, but. Keep in mind, like that that bike may be special to somebody. Yes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Don't just like write it off. Like if they bring it in and you're like, this is a piece of junk. It's not worth putting any money into this. You could get a new bike for less. What if that was their grandpa's? Yeah, I know. Or the seat is just. Yeah. Or they rode across the country three times on it. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a lot of people like that. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of keep that in mind, but at the same time, you're trying to express. You know, Dave's like, you know, everything seized on this. This is going to take five hundred dollars worth of work, <laughs> and you could get an, you know, equivalent for four hundred bucks for yeah. a new bike. And so, easy parts. yeah, we see, <laughs> you know, we see tons of like, you know, well, your bike's broken, broken here, and you know, well, you know, how, how safe do you think that is? <laughs> We get that question a lot. What are we supposed to say? It's broken. Yeah, it's not. It's not safe. safe. I can't predict the future. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, yeah, we see just everything come in from you know, yeah, super super high end stuff that like people love biking. They you know are passionate about it. From stuff where you know we would be like, that's totally fine. That you know, 
tiny minute sound that you hear if you're in like oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. like oh, you, like, you can yeah. hear I've done that. Oh yeah. You know, did that and I'm like just ride it. Just yeah. go ride. <laughs> or to the point where like somebody's bike's falling apart and they're like, you know, can you just lube it? I know. It's okay. I'm just just gonna keep rolling. Yeah, that's okay. That's awesome. As long as they understand. Here's some lube. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of finding a good understanding with a customer and saying like, hey, I want to help you. I want to get you rolling. And, you know, but at the same time, yeah, you know, bikes need work. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you didn't, you know, people always go, wow, it needs that much work. And sometimes you equate it, you go, would you not take your car in for service for 10 years? (laughs) And if you did, like... You know, what do you think? It just needed an oil change? Like, oh, yeah. I just came from one of those services. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't 10 years, but what? but the thing is, like, let's jack it up and take a look at the what's going Ooh, on yeah. underneath. They're like, oh, that's all yeah. rusted out. It's going to fall fall off. And this yeah. and and so, so 1600 bucks later, but I need to drive like it, right? And yeah. you're like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and we see, yeah, from crazy bikes to... We haven't seen as many recently, but it used to be. Or the season still started. A fun place <laughs> because we used to get funny things happening, funny stories. And so I'll tell the bank robbery story. Okay. That's the best one. It, okay, it's a good here. one. Um, so early in the day, this couple comes in, and I don't know, not a, I don't know, they're acting a little bit funny, and they're kind of just looming around the store. And you know, the one guy was asking about a bike. <laughs> And his partner, woman, was kind of in the other part of the store, and he's asking about a bike. But you got the vibe that, I don't know, this he wasn't serious about it, or, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is a really cool bike for doing jumps or something, right? Like, yeah. you're like, I don't think you know what, <laughs> you, you're letting on that, yeah, you're into this, but you're just sure. making a conversation up. Yeah. So they leave, the rest of the day goes by. All of a sudden, uh, later in the afternoon, a couple comes back in. They're really quiet. And, uh, you know, she's holding a bag, like a shopping bag. And all of a sudden, it starts stinking in here. Like crazy stink. <laughs> and you were looking at each other. And a little bit of a puff of like smoke. <laughs> and we we're like, you know, you're kind of looking at each other like, why is it stinking here, guys? <laughs> Okay, was that you? Yeah, it really <laughs> starts stinking. But they're just wandering around the store. He asked like, about a tune-up. Yeah, yeah. He's asking about a tune-up, and it's stinking. So you're kind of looking at each other, and he's, you're talking to this guy. And she's kind of hidden in the corner with this bag. And they're trying to So then they walk out. And then I'm like, that was super weird, day. <laughs> and it's super weird. You hear, you hear sirens. Cop cars start coming by. I'm like, I don't know, man. This is weird. So I poke my head outside, and there's cop cars all around the bank. Yeah, yeah. And they just robbed the bank. Yeah. And so they put the... They put one of those uh, packs, a dye stink pack, in with the money. So right. she had the bag of money. Right. And so it went off yes. while they were in here. <laughs> and literally... Why they came in here? The one, why would you go in the store 20 feet from the bank... <laughs> And look around. And then <laughs> they let us. I walk over to the cop. I go. I don't know if this has anything to do with why you're here, but these couple just walked in our shop, and they had this stink bag. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "They're stupid." He's like, "How do they 
like get the, the money they first kept, of all. So they went to the bank and said, give us all the money, right? And it literally, like, if you slip them a note, they'll give you the money because it's just hands off, you do it. And so they do. This couple was not that bright. One, they came in here. Two, they kept walking onwards over the bridge towards the police station. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they were like, smart. We picked them up on the bridge. <laughs> and literally for the first few years, it was almost like about twice a year. Weird things like that would happen. Where they're like, this is one of those corners, no? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's corner. You know, people would get in funny accidents. Oh, yeah. Cars would slide across the corner, take it that bus shelter, oh, yeah. That's right. slide into the park. It's just weird, you know. There's a lot You're going like, on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that that again. yeah, yeah. And you know, yeah, we've had some, uh, yeah, some weird ones. And so it, it's fun, you know. It's fun to come in and, and good, work every day. Yeah, and <laughs> it's good to see people. So oh, life, I totally agree. Rather than just, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so let's move on from the funny stories. We're good. So, Kent, you're yeah. going to take us through the niche. Yeah. So he's going to take us through um, what people come here for. Yeah. One of the things yeah. that I think that we do that's different is not to say that you can't have it done at your mm-hmm. other favorite shop. Do work with your shop. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that this is the only thing we do. If you would like a lock, come buy a lock. If you would like a helmet, come buy a helmet. But one of the things that I think makes us different and what we've learned, we are not going to compete with the big guys right. who sell giant and tracked and specialized because uh, we're not going to win on price. We don't buy as much as they do. Right. Uh, we're not going to win on selection. They're mm-hmm. going to have way more in stock than we do. Yeah. And, you know, so... What do you do that's different if you're going to sell somebody a high-end mountain bike and it's really expertise and service? Right. So if somebody's had a couple of bikes and they're like, ah, you know, I'm tired of just going and buying a really nice one at wherever, they have nice bikes. But they want something that is different, that is unique to them. Mm. And so that's what we do that's different, you know. So you come in and you say, I'm ready to buy a new mountain bike. And, you know, then we sit down and we say, okay, where do you ride? Who do you ride with? What kind of riding is it? What bikes do they own? What bikes do they own? It sounds silly. No, it doesn't. Well, you know, why does that matter? He said, well, if all of your friends ride big, long travel, crazy bikes, don't go get a cross-country race bike. Right. You know, you want to be able to have fun all on the same trails together. So really... We get a big picture of what they're doing. And then, yeah, this isn't about building the most expensive bike in the world. You get that big picture and then you say, okay, what's your budget? And so, and sometimes, yeah, I would love to build everybody a custom mountain bike uh, or any touring bike. And yeah, we do it for mountain. We do a lot of custom touring bikes because that's where you get people doing unique things. Yeah. You know, I can a couple off the top of my head. I had a couple really good friends who were doing six months across Mongolia. Oh wow! Well, that takes a really special bike. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a ten thousand dollar bike, but it has to be the right bike for that. It's not going to fall apart that they can depend on. We had this one guy who was six foot seven, and he was riding from here. We're back. So we're back. Uh, station break. 
And, <laughs> and so, you know, finding those things out and building them something that's special. So yeah. getting that information and then we sit down. Typically what I'll do is I'll say, okay, first I'll show them maybe three different options for bike brand or frame choice. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say, you know, if they really feel one stands out to them, they're like, yeah, I love that. Right. I say, okay. So now we'll look at the budget and see what's reasonable to build. Mm-hmm. And we'll make up a spreadsheet, maybe three spreadsheets, <laughs> to show them the different levels. Yes, what you of get, um, And why, for some people, really, really strong wheels are important. Or why, you know, we're going to make choices for a 120-pound woman far different than we are for a 280-pound guy. Yeah. And so that's what is different. That is what is special. And being part of the process, when you come in and you're like, ah, wow, I love this frame. And, you know, could we use all, you know, silver parts? And I go through and I show them, here's your choice of parts on stem and handlebar and wheels. And then you're kind of part of it, you know, right? Because yeah. you, you're like, oh, yeah, I really like those tan wall tires we chose. And at the end of it, you've chosen all of the bits and pieces in your dream bike. Right. And it takes about three weeks, and we build it from scratch. Um, you know, at, usually from a lot of different suppliers, we bring in all the parts, and then we hand build it. And there's a big difference in quality when you hand build things and you do it right. Mm-hmm. Everybody always asks, isn't that going to cost a fortune? It can cost, I would say, a 10 to 15% premium over kind of the equivalent off the shelf. Like walking walking. out. out. And yeah, it doesn't mean it's for everyone. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of like the commuter bikes that we sell, there's no way I would ever build a custom. Go buy that commuter bike. Great. It's good. It does the job. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where we've kind of carved out what we do because. And those big box bike stores have a place too. I don't wrong, like they're great. Yeah. They're good people. And they sell bikes that make a lot of sense. But sometimes people want to build this special, special dream bike. Yeah. because um, they're doing something a super cool yes. trip. Or they're, you know, I don't know. I like you like you said, they yeah. kind of need something special for Yeah. Especially, you know, long tours. Long tours. Long tours. Is one where it's easy to get that feel for, wow, you need something different. And so I think that's where we have a lot of expertise because we've done a lot of these now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to tell somebody, "Ah, don't worry, you can just part pieces together yourself. Go research all the different frames and different brakes and different spokes and different rims. It's overwhelming. Right. They're like, they want to come somewhere where they trust you. Yeah. Don't feel they're getting gouged, and you're going to make wise choices for them right. so that it's going to be a good experience. Yeah, because you know where everything is. And yeah, you know where exactly. to find stuff and yeah. the well, suggestions. You know, you might like read, because like, they're going to read great reviews on anything on the internet, and you might have a yeah. lot of real-world experience saying, I, you know, we've chosen this rim or this rim because we found this one had issues with this and this and this, just because we, this is what we do. I think it's also saving on time, obviously. Oh, You'll pay yeah. for that. A lot of yeah. people will pay for that. Like, And then there you got the people who, you know, want to research everything and find the cheapest this and the cheapest that. And those yeah, aren't your clients, right? And that's fine, too. Yeah. Those yeah. aren't your clients. And you know, people always wonder, again, in this kind of the, the way of the world right now, if, if you come in and you're like, 
you know, oh, I found this, you guys, you know, sell this for 20% more, this item, I found it online. You know, sometimes I, I can help on the price, and sometimes we can't. Yeah. And we say, just go get it. Yeah, I don't care. And bring it in. Yeah. We'll so charge you for the install, that's great. That's mm-hmm. your money, you know. Yeah. I can't be like, can't, you know, you can't bring it here to install because I sell it for more. No, like... <laughs> I'll show you why you yeah, got our exactly. product instead of the one you on. Know, do I buy some stuff online? Sure, I do. You, yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah, I'll do it. You know. Oh, I know. I know some guys that uh, specialize in you know antique parts and yeah. stuff for bikes, and that's their niche, right? Yeah. And so I, I think you know, just being aware of what you know, anything can come through. Somebody bought all their stuff online because they researched it all and they want you to put it together. Sure, be excited about that. Yeah. You know, charge a reasonable price so that we can, you know, they understand we're running a business. Yeah. But be excited about what they're doing. And, you know, then generally they're like, oh, great. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys to build this. Or if you explain from the outset that, you know, hey, we're going to, you know, do this service on your bike and it's going to fix it, but it takes time and there's a cost to that. Uh-huh. I think if you explain things, uh, that's where you build those relationships. Yeah. yeah. So let's swing over to the bike because we're going to sure. talk about a bike. We've got one right back here. And this is Kent's. Yeah. And this is <laughs> this, is this very special build right here. And, you know, people, well, I come in your store and I don't see any bikes. It's a weird bike store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we do a lot of custom builds. And so typically if I build somebody's bike, it's not here for very long. They want their bike. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've built it and, you know, then it's out of here. And so they're like, oh, you guys, you guys don't carry very much in here. Well, we built a lot of bikes, but they're gone. And so yeah. we're trying to have some more of the bikes we built. This is my bike as an example uh-huh. so that people can come in and see things. We're going to start to show pictures around the store. Oh, yes. That's going to be cool. Uh, so you can come of in. All the special, special, special builds. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can come in and see them and go, yeah, that one. I want that one. Mm-hmm. What can we do that's like that? But I want it a little different, you know? So, you know, we will choose a lot of parts. We work with a lot of suppliers uh, <laughs> over the years because I like building different things. Yeah. Uh, people go, oh, what brands do you carry? And there's some main ones. Yeti, Ibis, Rocky Mountain, Salsa, Surly, and there's lots of others. We added it up one day. Uh, we've carried 51 different brands of bikes. Whoa. Yeah. And 51. Yeah. <laughs> it took us a while to go through them. It was a quiet, really? quiet day. And, you know, mm, we should make that for up. us, like, I love some of my relationships with these suppliers, but at the same time, I'll go and pick up a new supplier. If that's your dream bike, I'll call up that supplier. You want a Moots or an Open? I'll call up that kind of boutique supplier. All right, sorry. We're back. We're back. Okay. Awesome. So Ken was talking about um, his bike and some of the bills that he's oops, sorry, some of the bills that he's done. So he's gonna continue on right from there. Here we awesome. go. So yeah, you know, rather than just getting a bike kind of in a box and we'll put it together for you, we'll go through and we'll choose a frame. This bike was probably assembled from about seven different suppliers. We'll choose the right wheel, the right tire, the right brakes, literally the right spokes for what you're doing with it. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of different kinds of spokes. 
who knew? And I don't, you know, all those, the, if a customer comes to us and wants to build a custom bike, they don't want to be a spoke expert, and that's fine. I just kind of want to be like, hey, we're going to make some choices that are custom to you. Right. I'm not like, well, you should know everything there is to know about this. And that's why they come to us. So we can be like, hey, I chose this. Ooh. Yeah, that's another. Uh, All right, here. We're totally just, different. Just a second. We'll get. Non-mountain bike. Non-mountain. Super high end. This is super Okay, high-end. so everybody will give them. Well, we're going to take a couple. Okay, they're going to tell me the price of this bike. <laughs> And you guys have to guess and put it in the comments, and I'll pick the winner who's closest to it, Again, and I'll give you something pretty cool. This customer doesn't have a car. Okay. And this is their car. And so if they're going to, yeah, there's a lot of special things on this bike. If you're going to, you know, spend hours and hours a day on your bike, think how much you spend on your car. And so you might as well enjoy it and love it and be like, I'm taking the long way home today because I love my bike and it's a beautiful day. So like this has carbon fiber rims. Yeah. This has really beautiful pieces like this crank set it's from White Industries in well, Petaluma, California. We'll just get a little. And in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. U.S. made cranks. This has a front dynamo hub from Germany. Uh, that runs the lights for the oh, front and the cool. rear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everything, okay. everything <laughs> is custom chosen on this bike. And, you know, it took a long time, but it's a really neat experience for that. So, customer. did you do all the research? Did Heeks, did this person come in? This customer, we did both. Okay. Uh, where we would sometimes they'd be like, well, they had a lot of knowledge. Uh, but at the same time, they might have chosen something and, you know, we, didn't work. we might say, we don't think that's the perfect choice, but we know what you're trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Go back and research this and this because they like doing the research. Yeah. And so you just point them in the right direction yeah, and say, so okay, that it's not better options. Just the internet. And you're like, go to Amazon. And so, you know, from again. This isn't about having the highest end racing bike because it's faster and lighter. This is about having a great bike that you're going to want to love to ride. Literally, oftentimes this customer is just going to get groceries. Yeah, but they're not riding in the winter. No. 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 Okay. No. Let's just yeah. be clear on that. Definitely. This, no. this, this is their like... summer car. Yeah. Three seasons. Yeah. yeah. But they're on this every day for hours. Right. And so why wouldn't you make it something that's really enjoyable? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thing always, you know, we put things in perspective of people's cars and I'm like, if you could get out of your car, what you save on, you know, car maintenance costs right. and put that in a bike, mm-hmm. you still your physical health bike. and your mental health because <laughs> of it. Insurance. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, yeah. <laughs> My bike insurance is a thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. Those are some things that, uh, we see customers building really neat things. This one. The sourcing all all the components was definitely a challenge, mm. but I don't know. Those are some of the things that uh, we like to do just to make it like little things. I won't do this every time. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted this rack, but he wanted a wooden deck on it, so I made this piece out of ash oh, um, that fit perfect. Yeah, and I don't and know. It, it's the same color. Exactly. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, no, I stained it to be the same color. <laughs> Seriously. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we're super passionate about building really neat It has bikes. to match, no matter what kind of bike. It is. So, even if it's just a really fancy commuter, I think it might be. Oh, I like those, yeah. actually. Rip up your... So, yeah. So, I know, sometimes it isn't about just fancy highest end, it's about utility as well. So would you find, would you say that some, like, some of these components, like, you would be more European? Because they're just so forward and they're... Some of them are. Some of them, there's a lot of really, really, really great component uh, builders uh, in the U.S. Okay. Uh, as well, because it's a big market. Right. Um, this is Iraq, this is a Germany. Cool this is this a lock. lock. That's pretty is cool. a really this cool lock. No, this is a, is a really lock? weird lock. If I can get it off. I think you have to unclip it there and then wrap it around. And then it comes in oh, cool. like this. Uh, this is yeah. a lock uh, from a company called Altor. Yeah. Um, I've seen some pretty cool. Yeah, they the wrap up and they're really tiny. They're on pretty their... neat. It's super light. Yeah. Not cheap. <laughs> yeah, and, but you know. They're really small companies that make really beautiful products. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, they're also super fun people to deal with at those companies. Yeah. Uh, you know, who make neat things. Uh, so yeah, that's what we do, even if it's not, it doesn't have to be the highest end, like, wow, we can build you the highest end road bike or mountain bike. Well, Sometimes like you said, that's high bike. end for A commuter. the type of bike it is. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and everybody's different, but think about how much time you spend on your commuter. I know. And when I used to live in town, I was on my commuter all the time. Speaking of commuter. Davis is here. Oh. And so, yeah, that's what we do. And so, you know, I definitely encourage... Yeah, we have kind of a weird shop in that people go, oh, I don't want to go in there. There's lots of high-end <laughs> stuff, and it's kind of dirty, and they're kind of weird. Do they, they will not think of you guys as weird. No, it's like, I, I think it's... Uh, maybe. <laughs> Astrophysicist, is that what you said? No. I'm weird. Yeah, that comes to the territory. Um, but if you are, you know, honoring, you know, be it some service on your bike... Mm -hmm. Or you're thinking, yeah, I want something different. I love, love cycling and I'm passionate about it. Uh, and yeah, I want to build something neat and different. And this is the year. Yeah. It's what so we this do. This is the we place to come. It. Search out Fat Moose. You don't have to be. Do you, do you build things for people who are not local? Have you ever done that? Yeah. Uh, well, no, like say I'm, I live in the United States somewhere, but I heard about you guys and it's I like what you do. And, we did ship a bike to Finland. Really? But we typically don't ship. Okay. Because you have to take it all apart. Yeah, and they, you know, that is and that build quality is really, really integral. When I, you know, give somebody their new super bike, I want it to be ship it. perfect. You're like if you want it from the if you're far away, you have to come and pick it up. Yeah, and that's fun. <laughs> that's part of the deal. But it's not uncommon, uh, you know, uh, Toronto to Montreal quarter. Mm -hmm. You know, because we do carry some lines that aren't common in most shops, okay. like Yeti and Ibis and Moots. Um, so that if you want to build one, it's not, you know, crazy. If you're in Montreal, and like, I want to build a custom Moots. Yeah. Okay. Then come on by. Most of it is by email. And, you know, then when the time comes to pick it up, yeah, 
falling down. But yeah, it's nice to build something. Do you? Private. Okay, so I've talked to like my other friend Mike, who he does custom painting. Now here's the question: Do you have people on a schedule? Like, okay, you get them in there. Okay, your first assessment of like their history and what they look for. Um, where do you do you have like okay? We're going to be looking at the bike at this time. It's going to be ready. We're going to do the first overview. Like if you decide you, you don't want like pink, purple frame and you want pink now, like do you, yeah. do you have like something it's built in tricky. where like, Cause you, you know, want, cause like now I have to rip it apart yeah. and put it back so together again. Like do you have something? That's where we really spend a lot of time with the spreadsheet. And then once it's set, it's set. Oh, okay. You we, start with a spreadsheet. And we choose all of the pieces and go back and you forth. Get the pricing. All the price tag. Boom. Here it is. Locked down. Pick which one. Pick which one. We go through. We can go through each piece with you and make sure we determine the right one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm glad Mike paints and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's probably... No, but I think, like, I think just like you guys, he's gone through some growing pains. Yeah, yeah. In, our, in, that, in our process, <laughs> yeah, it has to be really nailed down now yeah, where there isn't like, changes. Yeah, Boom. Yeah, and adding or making changes is challenging. Knowing, making a realistic timeline for that customer, if they came in and they want a new bike, depending upon what level it is, mm -hmm. Buying a Moots, I come back to Moots because they make everything to order by hand. Oh, and so buying a Moots okay. can be four months. Right. Whereas you were excited because it's spring and you wanted a bike. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, some bikes we can turn in two weeks because everything is pretty straightforward. Yeah. And we can just order the stuff and build it. And, but yeah, some of the things just need, yeah, more time to make. To make. And some things aren't readily available and they take more time to get. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I love it. So is there anything last minute that you want to share with everybody um, before we we say well, adieu for today, hmm. guys? We do. I think I would mention that we do have lots of parts here, too. That's Different parts? Or, like, how well, do you mean parts? Like, we do stock yeah. a lot of high-end parts. I okay. Think, you know, when people are out on the trail and they blow up their XT derailleur, that We've got lots of XT derailleurs All right, here. that's good. So are these typical Yes. parts for... They're typical parts, but they're, legs? they're higher end than higher end most end. shops carry Very. lots of. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you went into a lot of other shops, uh, not all, um, they'd say, oh, yeah, sure, we can order that for you. Yeah. But you're like, it's Friday, and I want to go on a ride with my buddies on the weekend. That's the one difference. Mm -hmm. We stock a lot of high-end parts. So Good that know. if you blow something, bikers you come in, the area. we turn it around fast. Yeah. Okay. And that's, I'd say, because we don't stock a lot of bikes, we invest <laughs> a lot more. The money in, in parts. Hey, I think that's probably the smarter way to go. Less space. Depends what you're selling. We stock a lot of high-end parts to get people turned around quick. You know, that mountain biker, a lot of us only get it one day a week. Yeah. And if something broke on your bike and you're like, crap, my ride, my one ride's tomorrow, <laughs> well, we probably have the part. And so, yeah, yeah. I'd say. Call that Call, news. come on in. And come on in and probably have it. Yeah. Well. So, can, one thing, we, you asked me a question. Yeah, yeah. Of, what? Uh, what do I ask people in interviews? 
Oh, and so yeah. I'm going to ask it, and uh, if oh, okay. whatever people can answer, and I'll pick the best answer. Okay, so we got right? two things and they going can win, on. Uh, I don't. We'll figure something out. They can win. Okay. Okay. So it's very simple. The first thing, just like before, we're going to recap. The, yeah. So the value of the bike that we just what? showed the commuter bike. Yeah. The yeah. commuter bike, and what kind? What was it? Was it was a salsa via. Salsa via with woven. If you choose to go look up the value of a stock salsa via, your answer's wrong. Yeah, because of all the different parts on it. So you have to put in the comments. We'll give it till Friday um, in this live to um, to put down how much you think that bike costs, and I'll pick out the one that's closest. And we'll send you something. Then Dave's, Dave's got contest. something here. So this is number so, two. Let's say you came, you wanted to work here, and there's a box of different tubes. So let's say there's twelve different types of tubes. Twelve different types of so tubes. So different in a box. sizes, uh, valve okay. types. Uh, probably that's it. I guess widths too, in, in the same tire size. How would you stack them downstairs in our? Inventory. Do we need to go downstairs and see what it looks like? Well, no, because then you give away. Wow, that's <laughs> well, not yeah, I, 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 want, I want to know if somebody's thinking about this in a okay, different so, way than normal. How so you've that? got about twelve different types, different of types of tubes with different valves, different widths, and wheel sizes. And wheel sizes. How would you stack them? <laughs> and this is Are we expecting a drawing? <laughs> okay, you have to draw it and then take a picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you can, you can describe it. You can describe okay, it. Okay, if you're good at descriptions, yeah. you can describe say it. There's about, say that you've got a wall of shelving. Wall and you're going to put it downstairs to, to store. How would you store it? I want to know. Okay, how, how many tubes come in a box? Say there's... 50. Say there's 50 of each type. So 50 of each type, and there's 12. Okay. So, and this is why this is interesting. Because we come in, we build super high-end bikes, and yet he's thinking how you would put them on a shelf, inner tube. And that's why it's I kind of fun. I bet you this is where half the arguments come in. Oh, really that's not good. Good. But, yeah, we get, you know, sometimes you have new younger staff or newer staff, not necessarily younger. And but you give them uh, some tasks to do, and sometimes they aren't quite done how you thought they were done. <laughs> well, you but know, what I'm saying it, you want to you want to understand how people think. Yeah, yeah is it an innovatively better way, or is it? Like, I just I want to understand. No, no, how no you not think. your question, but when somebody does. It. No, that's it. And yeah. Sometimes it is. And yeah, yeah. So we're open to whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a that's better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it could be better. Like no bad. Yeah, I'll just change that. Other way is definitely better. You get to be old and crotchety and curmudgeonly here, and yeah. I can't see you guys being old and crotchety. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I got them at We're lunch. There. That's We're why they're there. yeah. Closer to the end of the day is probably a different story. Yeah. I'm yeah. tired. I'm hungry. I'll go home. <laughs> well, yeah. thanks, guys. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna yeah, write sure. up that question, yeah. and I'm gonna take a picture of the bike. So we're gonna look for how much you think that bike was built for like how much it was worth or is worth or how much it cost and then we're going to work on Dave's on the tube, question. Stack, tube stacking it is question. revolutionary it is yeah. <laughs> i think they should draw a picture i think, I, I think they should draw a picture too and take a picture and then add it like in the comments yes. okay so awesome. that's what you guys have to do you got two things i uh, got till friday to do this and we'll pick a winner.
All right. Thanks a lot. So don't forget to subscribe. And um, we'll be doing this every week at a different location. Somebody new. It's always a surprise. So thank Kent and Dave from Fat Moose. And if you guys are ever in the neighborhood, it's at the corner of Maine and Hawthorne here uh, just over the Victoria Bridge from the Glebe. Walk over here. Say hi. Say, hey, I saw you on... Facebook Live, or on YouTube, so it will be uploaded to my YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe. Take care, guys. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.